Hello, welcome back to The Art of Existing. It has been a little while since I've done an episode. I think like mid-May, maybe, early May was the last time I did one, which um, was not my intention. Like I, I unintentionally took a break. There's many reasons for that, and I'll kind of get into that in a, in a second. Um, so for today's episode, I do want to talk about making big changes and being a changeable type of person. And to get us started with that, um, I will go through a little bit of kind of why I did take a break um, and how, what, what, you know, what that has to do with the topic today. So um, in May, I, my family visited, my mom and dad were visiting for like three weeks or so, um, which was great. And we had a great time, but that definitely, you know, when they were visiting, well, any, anytime I have any visitors, really, I I just put all of my stuff to the side, like like anybody does. When you have guests, when you have visitors, you you kind of just focus on them. So that's why I didn't do anything in May. I was just really busy with that. And then June, um, I don't even know what happened in June. <laughs> June is already finished. It's gone by so fast already. I was working, actually, no, I wanna, I wanna say I was working on my shed, but I actually wasn't. I worked on my shed a lot in May, with my dad, we um, I'm converting it into like an art studio slash extra guest bedroom type of thing, and my intention was to like just finish it in June and like get it as far as I could take it, and then um, hire somebody to help me with the very finishing touches, like mudding the drywall, that kind of thing. But I didn't do that. I just like took a break from doing the shed at all, maybe because I'd been doing it for like three weeks straight. I don't know, but I I just like focused on other things in June and. It was good. It was just kind of a more relaxing month. I did some other things around the house and whatnot. Um, and one of the things I did do, though, was that I gave my six-month notice to all of my current clients that I have, which was a huge change for me. And that that's kind of the catalyst for, like, why I wanted to talk about changes today and, like, making big changes in your life and that sort of thing, because that is something I'm I'm pretty good at doing and that I have done a lot of before. And before I get into that, though, I do want to say thank you for all the listeners who do listen to this. I feel kind of weird sometimes talking about my life, like as if who gives a fuck, like who cares what I've been doing. I'm, you know, I'm a nobody, but I actually did meet a few people in person um, around here where I live. Some of them were friends already. Uh, some of them were just kind of like more acquaintances or people I kind of met once or twice. And I was surprised to hear that they like have been listening and they were asking me like, when are you going to do the next episode? And so that was really nice to hear from people who actually are interested in listening and hearing me talk. Cause I still have issues with hearing myself talk. So it was really, it was really nice. And um, so thank you to all those people. You know who you are. And it really means a lot hearing that from actual, you know, real live human people who are supporting you in that way. Because it's, you know, I just assume nobody's listening and nobody gives a shit. But that's just my own, you know, lo- lo- low self-esteem and that kind of thing. So anyway, thank you for listening if you are listening and have been listening this whole time. So I'll get back to the point of what I was saying. So yeah, I gave my notice to my clients. So this may seem like a spontaneous out of nowhere change that I did, but this was actually brewing in the back of my mind for the last several months or so. Um, And you may be thinking, okay, well then what spurred it on? Like what, 
like why now? Why did I suddenly finally decide that now was the time to do this? And I can kind of answer that and I also kind of can't because the day that I did it, it was a Sunday and I don't even remember what I was doing that day or like what happened that weekend that like led me to to do it, but I just found myself at around 11 p.m. writing out these emails and putting them together and I just had the thought that like I need to do this. I need to do this right now. I don't want to do this type of work anymore like for a second longer. Um even though <laughs> I gave them my 6-month notice. So I am still going to be doing it for the next 6 months, but I needed to know that I was going to wake up tomorrow knowing that there was a expiry date on the like work I was currently doing. And so yeah, it was like really late at night around 11 p.m. I was writing these emails and I felt really calm and just really okay with it and I just knew that this was what I had to do and like I said it, it this idea to do this had been brewing in me for a good 7 months, maybe even longer. Um and yeah, it just it 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 was just time. It was just time to do it. And um so it it seems spontaneous to those who don't know me or don't know like my inner world, but it really wasn't. Um and so I just want to talk more about that, like making big changes like that cuz So basically I gave them 6 month notice which means by 2024 January I won't have any more clients at all. Uh at least my like current ones of the type of work I do now. And the type of work I do now is like kind of like virtual assistant type of work. Um it's exp- it started off as that and expanded more into like doing websites and web design and tech and admin support still and um graphic design and like branding a little bit too just like uh, so many things, so many different things. that was honestly meant to just be a stepping stone anyway. I definitely did not want to do this like my whole life or make a huge business out of it. It was really just a way to uh to get to what I really want to do. Um and I will get into more of that at the end of the episode in terms of like what will I actually be doing in 2024 now that I'm like getting rid of all my current clients. So I'll get to that later. Um but yes, this is not the first time I've made a big change like this. and i have found that for myself making big changes they have always worked out for me and by working out for me i don't mean that they were necessarily like i don't know got me lots of money or something like that like i don't mean in that way i just mean they worked out for me in the sense that i didn't regret them at all they were definitely worth it it was worth it to make that big leap and yeah just having no regrets to me means that it it worked out so i'll give you some examples of um times that I have made big changes that a lot of people when I tell them that I did this they're like oh my god I can't believe you did that oh my god <laughs> but for me it was just like I don't know how I couldn't not do it like I had to do this so one example is in uh 2018 I left my full-time job that I had at a self-publishing services company it was my first like adult real job that I had I started working there in May 2017 and i left in august 2018 so i was there for just over a month uh, just over a year rather and i was only making like 14 something an hour which you know went up by only so many cents every 6 months so i think by the time i left my job there i was making like maybe 16 or something 15 something an hour or yeah an hour um and it was like a full 9 to 5 you know Monday to Friday typical office job type of thing 
And at first I really loved it. I really, really liked it. I learned a lot while I was there. And I was, it, it was right up my alley, the type of work I was doing, like publishing and books and writing and all that kind of stuff. And, but I found like, I started in May and I found like by the fall already, the novelty of it like wore off on me. I was just like, oh fuck, I, I hate, I hate this. <laughs> well, I don't, I didn't hate it. It was more just like, uh, I like, I don't care. I don't care about this anymore. Um, and so it was like right away, like in, in that, that fall, I was already feeling it. And so I stuck it out through the winter and in the spring. And then, but by the spring, I was, that was by the spring of 2018. That's when I learned about online entrepreneurship and the fact that you can like make money working online and working remotely. This was like my first big, like foiray. I think that's a word. My first big venture into like the online world and realizing that like, there's actually people out there who do this for a living like they make money um up from passive income online or offering online services or you know doing anything online and i became like obsessed absolutely obsessed just researched all of it like you know bought bought all these little like downloadable ebooks and stuff and just read so much about it and so by the time august came around i was like absolutely just like sick of sick of going to work i was like i i I really don't give a shit about this anymore. I don't, I'm not attached to it at all. It's not really what I want to do. Um, I don't know why I would stay in this a second longer. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me to be here anymore, even though it is a secure, like a quote, air quotes, secure job. I um, was so done. So I gave my notice, my two week notice in August. And the only thing that I really had lined up was like a bunch of part-time jobs doing dog walking, pet sitting, house sitting, and then I got a part-time job at a dog kennel. And then I also started, that's when I actually started doing uh, virtual assistant work as well. And I, ha- I got my first client, which I still have to this day. She's one of the big ones that I had, had to give notice to. So I've had her for like five years now. Um, but she was like my, the OG, like the original VA client that I had. So, and then from, from that, throughout 2018 and 2019, I just did a lot more of the dog walking stuff. I was at the kennel for a long time. And then again, by the end of 2019, I gave my notice to the kennel and I, I quit the kennel and switched into doing VA work full time in 2020. So that's just like one example of leaving a you know secure-ish type of job um, to, to do something totally like the opposite. And that wasn't really that secure um, or like was very just like a hodgepodge of things, VA work, dog walking, all this kind of random stuff. Um, and then a dog kennel too. So definitely not stuff I thought I'd be doing, but anyway, that's one example. Um, another example is, um, deciding to move from Victoria, uh, in 2021. That was, again, these all seem spontaneous, but they weren't like I had been thinking about leaving the job at that self-publishing place for months before I actually did it. I had been wanting to leave Victoria for like at least a year, at least a year before I actually did it. And so they are, these are big changes, but they're not as spontaneous as you might think. Um, so yeah, leaving Victoria, not really knowing where I was going to live or what I was going to do. I mean, I knew I was going to go back home and live at home for a little bit, but I was like, I know I don't want to live at home forever. So like, where am I going to live after that? And then that's, that's what led me to sort of kind of um, 
again, spontaneously, but not so spontaneously, buying a house in Nova Scotia, unseen. I, di I didn't see my house in person. I didn't even get an inspection. I just bought a house in Nova Scotia and moved there by myself, not knowing anybody here in the town where I live. And now I've been here for like a year, just well, over just over a year, year and a half almost. So yeah, I am no stranger to making big changes. Um, I think I'm always going to be someone who does that. And to me, change is such a necessity in how I function as a person. And I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. Some people really love the stability and like long-term, I don't want to say monotony, but like, because I'm sure what they're doing, whatever they're doing to them is fun. But like, to me, I need to change it up. I need to be more dynamic. So anyway, so I, I did want to talk a bit about, well, how do you know when it's time to make a big change? How do you know that this big change you are thinking of doing is actually the next right move for you? How do you know? And as someone who has done this a lot um, in her life, I feel I'm fairly qualified to answer that question. So, and I can only really tell you what has happened for me. So when I have made a big change, the reason how I knew or why I knew that it was just time to do it is because I just knew, which I know is a terrible answer, but I'm going to expand on that. But there really is just the sense of you just know, you just know, you just have this knowing that this is, this is what needs to happen. This is it. It's, and to me, it's a really calm feeling. Um, and it, when you, when I say that you quote, just know it to me, that has shown up as meaning I, I don't have to think about it anymore, meaning I'm not thinking about like all the scenarios, all the what ifs, like, well, if I did that, if I did this change, then like, what if this happens? And then what would I do in that case? What would be my, what would be my backup plan? But then if I also do it this and this happens, like none of all of that's gone. I know when I'm ready to make a change, when I stop thinking in that way, when I stop thinking about it so much and thinking out the scenarios and all the what ifs and wondering and trying to analyze and plan ahead when that stops um that to me is a sign that i i just know that it's time and because at that point it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what the scenarios are it doesn't matter what the what ifs are i've kind of exhausted that line of thinking and now i i just know i just know that i have to do it regardless of whatever the scenarios are so that's that's one sign for me. Another sign for me is that I don't question it anymore. Uh, this kind of goes along with the like not thinking about it anymore, but it's a little more specific in that I stop questioning it. I stop questioning like, should I really do that though? Like, is that really for me? Is that is that where I want to go in life? Like, I I feel like it really is, but but what if it's not? Like, what if I'm just lying to myself? What if I don't really know what I'm talking about? I stop questioning the thing. And I stop questioning myself about the thing. So once all of that stops, I just am left with this this sense of of knowing, and a real sense of calm. Like I said before, um, and how I also like I said earlier, I, I when I was writing out those emails, I I felt so calm, almost like to the point where I was like dissociated, like I was like in a haze, sort of. Um, just, I was just like, to me, I was just writing an everyday email. Like it, it just, it, it was so calming to me to, to write those, those, uh, resignation letters, I guess is technically what they were, um, to my, my three main big clients, which are 
I say they're my my big clients because they are at a bare minimum, they are the clients that I have work with every single month, no matter what. So I know at a bare minimum, I'll always be making income from them at least. Like I always know that. So that's, they're, they're, they're my security blanket clients. Like I always know I have work with them every month and they're the type of clients where it's like, they were never gonna get rid of me until I was ready to go because they, they, we had had that relationship built up. They, these are clients I've had for like a few years. One of them I said was with me for five years. Um, the other one was newer. I just started with her nine months ago, but she was a referral from one of the other clients. So like there was already huge trust built up there and like this relationship over time. So um, it's it was one of those situations where they were never going to get rid of me. I was always going to have to be the one to leave. And I always knew that. And I just I just knew that it was time. So um, anyway, writing those emails to them, I wasn't anxious. I wasn't like doubting it. I wasn't rereading the email and leaving it in my drafts and coming back to it later and blah, 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 all this stuff. No, I just wrote all three of them one after the other at like 11 p.m. at night and sent them off like super easily with like this sense of calm. So that's another sign for me is when I have that sense of calm about something, it's like it's decided. It's done. Consider it like like it's happened. It's already happened. And then another sign for me is feeling excited at the thought of doing the big change rather than scared or terrified or um, doubting, like just full of dread and doubt and like anxiety. I writing out those emails, yes, I was very calm. And then every now and then I'd kind of stop and think about it and be like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Like, I'm actually doing this. Like, shit, like I actually have to do this now. Like once I give them this notice, I've given myself this six month deadline to like do the type of work, the career work that I actually want to do and have been dreaming about doing for ages. And that was exciting to me. I was, I was really excited about that thought. So those are all a bunch of signs for how you might know that it's time to make a big change and that the the big change you want to make is in fact the correct next move for you. And there is one more um sign that you may you you may factor in when you're considering this. And this is for those of you out there who are more woo-woo, which I really hate that term. So I'm going to say magical thinkers. For, for you people out there who are more of a magical thinker and like to look for signs in life and um you're into you know, signs from the universe, that kind of thing. Another sign that tells you it's time is if you are actually like seeing signs in your life that are reinforcing your, like validating your your decision and your thought process. And for me, that sign was seeing the number 1111 for so many times in the past eight months, like since, I don't know, October, November of last year. I swear to God, I have seen 1111 like 500 times at least like it, it's insane I, and I've never seen that number so many times in my life before like maybe now and then I'd see it because of course you look at the clock and sometimes it's 11 11 whatever but I swear to god I've seen it so many times at, at, at 11 11 a.m 11 11 p.m I even have a computer that is a uh, it's not my computer it's one of my clients computer that she uh that I took with me it's it's my admin laptop basically it's it's the laptop i use to when i do work with her and its time zone on the computer is set to her time zone which is specific and sometimes i'd be working for her on on my work days with her and 
in her time zone, I would see 1111 again. So there would be some days throughout the week where I'd see 1111 three times in one day, twice in my own time zone and like once in her time zone. So, and every time I'd get in the car, I'd see 1111. I'd I'd go to just look at my phone without even thinking and it would be 1111. Like, I swear to God, I, I can't even tell you how many times I have seen that number the past several months. And I'm not really someone who typically puts much meaning to those types of things but like when it happens that much you know that you are on the right track like you have to be and there was also like another example for that too is like I had signs about moving to Nova Scotia before I decided to move here I won't get into those because like it doesn't really matter but I'm just saying that's another big change that I mentioned earlier uh, moving to Nova Scotia and I also had signs about that as well about that being a direction I might go in Um, so those are all some examples and some signs and uh, I don't know things you can look out for when you are wondering how do I know how how am I gonna know so hopefully that helps you with that Um, and if you're still feeling these things if you're still feeling like anxious and you are still questioning and you're still doing the like what if scenarios and you don't have the sense of calm you are kind of anxious you're excited but you're mostly anxious and like scared and you're just still not quite sure, it doesn't necessarily mean that the big change that you want to make is not is, is something that you shouldn't do. It probably just means it's actually just not the right time because timing is a huge part of it. And um, like a good example of that is I actually almost gave notice to my clients earlier this year back in March when I was having like a whole like internal freak out <laughs> identity crisis like thing going on. Um, I almost gave my notice back then and I and I just had this feeling I was like it was like literally on the tip of my tongue to tell one of my clients uh on our work days I was going to tell her and I, and I just couldn't I couldn't do it like something in my body was just like no shut the fuck up like don't say anything like just don't do it and I was like why like why why I really want to do this though but it was not it was not the time it re- it just really wasn't and thank god i didn't do it cuz it really would have been the wrong time it was not the time and place it just was not ideal and the reason why i had the thought and the desire to do it in the first place was because i just i had this anxious like restless energy and so it was coming from this restless place it wasn't coming from that calm like knowing place it was coming from this like oh my God, oh my God, I need to do something, I need to do something, I need to, I need to leave my jobs right now. Ah, it was like that kind of freaking out energy, which is like not a good place to make big decisions from. So thank God I didn't do it back then and I waited until I really felt right to do it. So again, you, 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 know, you don't have to um, question the change that you want to make. You may, you may just actually need to question the timing of when to make it. So keep that in mind. Um, and so now I want to talk more about like stability and like why why would you leave stability? Like why make a big change? Like if you're stable and you have the income and you have a good thing going for you, if you know if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Like why would you even do this in the first place? Like you're crazy for doing this. Why would you make so many huge changes in your life? And I do want to say that to me making big changes is a way to challenge my comfort zone. I mean that's that's like that's probably the same for everybody, honestly. And I will be, I, I don't mind being transparent with you guys here too. Honestly, like the stability that I had from like my, for instance, my my full-time job, the the hourly rate that I was earning back then, what, 14 or $15 an hour, whatever, 
was garbage. That was terrible. That was a terrible rate, especially living in Victoria, BC. That was not a living wage at all. It sure it was a little bit above minimum wage, but it was still terrible. Especially like the work I was doing. I was part of the team in the company that was like the backbone that held everything together and we were paid the less, like the least, rather, the less. We were paid the least. And I I, I was just like, that's that's not worth it to me. That's not worth it to me at all. And when I started doing VA work, I was charging minimum $20 an hour. And now, nowadays, I charge anywhere from $25 to $35 an hour um, or $25 US an hour if I have like a US client. So like, why would I, why would I, yes, sure, it was stable. I had a job to go to every morning and wake up to. I have a a check coming into me every two weeks, but it wasn't worth it to me. To me, it was very unstable because I couldn't grow. I couldn't save anything. I was living completely like check by check like it was there was that was not stable to me whatsoever and um and I had to work you know full-time hours for this shitty little wage that I got nowadays I I, like I said I charged anywhere from 25 to 35 an hour I don't mind sharing that with you guys and I work half the amount of hours I only work like 20 to 25 hours a week because I don't have to work full-time I could if I wanted to but I don't want to (laughs) I want to do other things I want to work on my my house my renovations I want to go on hikes I want to be able to do social things I want to work on my book and that was like the whole point of why I switched out of full-time jobs because I have that more entrepreneurial mindset and I don't want to be tied down to something that unstable and that um, something that's not worth it to me at all. So I would challenge you to think about what your definition of stability is and security. Like, is it more so that you're just comfortable and like it's scary to, to, to do anything other than that thing? Because to me, being com- be- I like to be comfortable, of course. I don't want to be uncomfortable or feel discomforted. But being too comfortable... That is a thing, and to me, that is also not stable because to me, that that makes me feel anxious. That makes me have this like fear of missing out energy. Um, when things are too comfortable, I feel stagnant. I feel stuck. I feel dead. I don't feel dynamic. I don't feel creative. I feel like something's wrong. I feel it's not, and it's not because oh things are just too good. I have to change them. I have to screw things up. I have to. It's like no, it's not that things are too good, um, or that I have it too easy. It's just way too comfortable for me. I, I don't like that. I, don't, I can't grow in that. I can't create in that type of atmosphere. Um, and it, it, like I said, it's not stable for me. It's not sustainable for me. And I know I, not everybody's like that, but if you're a changeable person like me, then you will definitely get what I'm saying when I say that. So to me, I have to, I have to change. I have to make changes. I have to be active. Um, it's, you know, I'll do, it's not because I can't commit to anything. I will commit to things, but only for a certain amount of time. (laughs) Like I I do, like, that's one thing you can count on with me is that I will change. I will do something different eventually. Um, And that's what I need. That's just how I function. And it really comes naturally to me as well. That is something that I think it comes extra naturally to me than most people. And to explain that a little bit better, I will talk about my natal chart. You didn't think I was going to make it through an episode without mentioning astrology, did you? <laughs> That's like going to be a regular thing probably. So just as an example, like for me as someone who I feel that change comes very naturally to me, I see this a lot in my natal chart. Um, for instance, 
like all three of my major signs, my, my sun, my moon, and my rising, they're all mutable signs, meaning they are the most adaptable, changeable signs. They, they are adept at adapting to the situation around them. They are adept at fitting in and being a chameleon and going with the flow and um, as opposed to like a fixed sign, for instance, which is more um, stubborn, more, more secure and more immovable. And they, they're very grounded and they don't, they're very slow signs, but the mutable signs, they're, more, they're faster, they're restless, they're dynamic, they're adaptable. So I don't just have one or two in my major placements. I have three, like all three of my major placements are all mutable signs, which are Gemini, I have a Gemini rising, I have a Sagittarius sun and a Virgo moon. And that's three out of the four mutable signs out of all 12 of the zodiac signs. So I right away have changeable energy just everywhere, all the time. In my emotions, my moon, my moon sign, how I process my emotions and uh, how what I, what I need to, to, in order to feel safe is my Virgo moon. So my Virgo moon, that's a new one. My Virgo moon. Um, so that's a, a mutable quality that I have. And then my sun, my sense of self, the area where I shine best, my, my ego that's a mutable quality, the Sagittarius, the restless energy of Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. So also like very, very restless. They're also the, the wanderers, the travelers, the philosophers of the, of the, of the world. And then I have my Gemini rising, which is again, a mutable sign. They are the, the twins, which means that there's a lot of duality within me, a lot of back and forth, a lot of inter- internal conflict, a lot of, should I do this? Should I do that? I don't know. They're the most curious sign. They're always wanting to learn everything and absorb all the information. They're, they're always wanting to uh, communicate as well. They're ruled by Mercury and Mercury is the planet of communication and information, uh, like exchanging information. So lots of learning there. Um, and they're also the trickster sign. It's like the trickster, the, the planet of trickery and changeability. Like, so and also not only that, but like your rising sign is the sign that rules the entire chart. So the, the energy of Gemini rules my entire chart and the planet Mercury is the ruler of my of my chart. And not only that, but the placement of where my Mercury planet is in my chart is right in the middle of two signs. So it was in the middle of changing signs when I was being born. So like, it's just written all over my chart. Changeability, making change, being super dynamic. So for me, that's why I say it comes extra naturally to me. Um, it's just a no-brainer. Like I don't get, I just don't get not changing. Like I just don't get it. Um, and I, I do want to be careful to say though that I, I am the way that I am not because of my chart. A lot of people think that, or they don't like astrology because they don't like how it's saying that, oh, it, it's, uh, I am this way because my moon is in whatever. And I don't see it that way at all. Like, I don't see it as like, you are the way you are because you have this. I see it more so as your natal chart is a mirror of who you are. And so it's not so much that you are the way you are because of your natal chart and because of the planet being here. It's more so that it's it's just a reflection of who you are. And you are the way you are because of whatever, life events, the way you brought up, your upbringing, so many different things, your choices that you made. And on all that your natal chart is, is just a reflection of that. So I like to be, I like to be careful, make that distinction that I don't, 
I don't see your natal chart as like a reason for why you are the way you are because people think again like that's that means I don't have any agency or um, control over my destiny because it's all in it's already in my chart and it's you know it's like this fortune telling aspect like oh you're gonna be this you're gonna do this this in life because your 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 son is in Scorpio and the whatever house blah 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 and it's like no it's I don't see it that way I think I've made my point so I hope that that makes sense to you in that I I just see that how how much my chart really reflects how I actually am and it's really enlightening and the thing that comes in handy with your natal chart is that because it is a reflection of you it is a mirror um, you can find things in the mirror that you can't necessarily see when you're not looking in that mirror so that's that's where the like sort of quote fortune telling aspect comes in I don't even like using that term it's not fortune telling it's more like you're more likely to do this this and this in life because this is this is what your uh, natal chart is reflecting of how you are anyway so I'm gonna move on this isn't a natal chart uh, episode but anyway I had to say that to explain that a bit so yeah my changeability is um, written just literally in the stars for me. It just is who I am. It's what I understand the most. And there are lots of signs that can tell you when you're ready to make a big change. And um, I do want to kind of finish things off a little bit by talking about how, you know, nothing is forever. Nothing is forever. So, you know, this is something that maybe you can like take comfort in knowing which is that nothing is forever. So if you do make a big change or you make any change and you realize for some reason that that was, oh my God, that was the wrong thing to do. I regret it or whatever. Or I totally fucked up. I don't think that would ever happen because to me, big changes are meant to happen and you, you know when it's right, so you do it. But if for some reason you make a big change and you're feeling like, oh my God, I need to fix this or something and it goes wrong, you can always adjust. Like it's not forever. You can just change it again (laughs) you can fix it you can do something else you can like for me I like I said I gave my notice to my clients I'm gonna have to be doing something different in 2024 and I already have a sort of kind of a backup plan which is that if things are going to hell and I just like really am not making the monthly money that I need I'll just get a part-time job somewhere like not a big deal I'll just go get a part-time job at a cafe or a Starbucks or whatever and have that as my backup and just do that for a little bit like I'm not it's nothing is set in stone so nothing is forever so I wouldn't let that idea stop you from making big changes like oh my god once I make this change this is it I can't go back and everything nothing will ever be the same again no that's not true like you can change it back you can you can uh, well sometimes you can't depends on the nature of what it is but you can adjust you can always adjust you're not trapped Um, you have options, you have choices, you have agency. And so going off of that, my, my, the next thing I want to say is like, why wouldn't you make the change that you really want to make? Cause this is it. Like, this is it. This, this life you have right now is it. This is your chance to do it. So like, if not now, when are you going to do it in the next life? Are you like in a dress rehearsal for that or something? Like this is it. Like you have to do it now. So if you've been putting off something or putting off a big change, whether it's like breaking up with someone or leaving a job or I don't know, cutting all your hair off, like anything, what are you waiting for? Like, what are you actually waiting for? 
And if it, like, ask yourself, why, why are you waiting? Is it a time thing? Like I mentioned earlier, is it just not the right time? And you just feel that you just know that that it's just not quite the right time yet, in which case that's fine. Just let it marinate. You'll get to it eventually. Or is it like, oh, I'm scared. I am totally terrified of doing this um, for many reasons. Or you doubt yourself. Is it a self-doubt thing? Is it a chaos thing? Is it like, I just believe that chaos will ensue if I do this thing? And like a la- the lack of order is what scares you. Um, and again, if, if it's a fear thing and it's only a fear thing, I really would not let you that stop you from, from doing it because you have to ask yourself like fear of what? Like what are you, what are you scared of? Is it a fear of failure that you're going to fail at the new thing that you're trying to do or that you're insecure about it somehow that people are going to judge you or like analyze the fear like look into the fear a little bit to see why are you actually scared and um like for instance you may not think that i'm scared to to leave my my clients but i kind of low-key am because like i do know how risky it is in the sense that like i'm betting on myself now i'm putting all my eggs into my basket and asking myself like can you do this can you actually do this are you capable of doing this of offering these services and like making a living from it because part of the reason I've had these clients for so long is because I really I I needed them I needed them to make money I was like I can't rely on myself to make money Um, even though I had lots of ideas for offers and like things that I wanted to do and put out in the world that really would be offering me as the as the service and and as like the authority on something Um, but I was just like, I, you know, I doubted myself and I had low self-esteem and all these things that held me back from doing that. So it was easier to have clients rely on me than me rely on myself when I like didn't believe I in myself that I could do it. So again, if you are scared or you have that fear, you should really ask yourself, like, where's that fear coming from? What is it a fear of exactly? Um, I I do want to say one thing though, that when it comes to fear, one thing I'm not scared of is is the money. Like I said, I if things are going terribly wrong and I just like I'm not making the money that I thought I was going to make, I'll just get a part-time job. It's not a big deal. Um so it's like I'm I'm not worried about the money coming in or not coming in because it's just money. Like it will always come around. I've always managed to find it in the past, you know, one way or the other. So it's, it's, I'm not scared of the money thing. I'm, I, and I'm not scared of doing the work either. I'm, I, it's like, I know I'm going to have to put in a lot of work for what I want to do and like to to put together the offers that I want to make. And, um, but I'm okay with that. I'm like really okay with doing that. In fact, I'm looking forward to having no client work so that I really can actually just spend like all my time focusing on just doing that. Like that is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I thought I could do it while I have clients, but it's just like, I don't know. It's like, it's too comfortable for me. Again, this is where the comfort thing comes in. Having clients and doing client work with these, with these people and working with them a set amount of hours every week and knowing that that's like my safety net, like I have this money coming in no matter what. And also having this extra time to, cause I don't work a full 40 hour work week. Um, I, 
also having this extra time to, in theory, I could have been working on my my other offers and all these other services service ideas this whole time. And I have, I have definitely worked on those on and off in the past. I just never had anything stick. And the reason why nothing has ever stuck before and the, or why I've transitioned into it is because there was no sense of urgency, right? There's no sense of urgency. Uh, I, I've, I'm comfortable. I'm too comfortable. I have the safety net. So I know that, oh, even if I don't work on that like course idea today that I have, it doesn't matter because like I'm working with so-and-so tomorrow. So I know I'm going to get money at the end of this month. Like it, there's no sense of urgency. And that was kind of another, that was like another big catalyst for why I had to give them notice before I was ready was because this is now going to light a fire under me. It's like, okay, you actually have to do this now. Now there is a sense of urgency. Now there is a deadline. Now you're not comfortable anymore. Now I'm not, I'm not too comfortable right now. And the closer and closer I get to January, the less comfortable I'm going to be, which means the more shit I'm going to get done, you know, in theory. Um, so that was another big reason of just diving in and doing it was I needed that sense of urgency. However, I am still kind of scared. And I was thinking about this earlier, like why still am I kind of low-key scared about doing this? Um, I've already established it's not really a money thing. It's not really a like scared of doing the work type thing. It's I think it's like a scared of getting what I finally want type of feeling, which I know sounds weird. It's like, why why would you be scared of getting something that you've been wanting for a long time? And I think there's a lot of reasons for that, like scared of getting what you finally want, because what if you get it and it's not what you thought it was? What if what if it's a horrible idea? What if it's awful? Um, what if, uh, I don't know, what if I hate doing it? What if I hate doing work that way? I don't think this is at all going to be the case. But in the back of my head, in, you know, I have that little voice saying like, you're finally maybe gonna about to get like what you actually want. You maybe are finally gonna be like making the income that you really want to be making. Are you ready for that? Like, is that really what you want? And it's 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 again this this is where my Gemini is really showing because there's that duality. The one part of me is like, yeah, obviously, like duh, obviously I want that. And the other part of me is just like, mm, do you though? Do you really? <laughs> so it's really it's really annoying actually, but. I think that's where the like scaredness is coming in for me is is this weird feeling of being kind of scared of like getting what I finally want and I think the reason why is because getting what I finally want means I will really have to be out there in the world showing up and like as as an authority on certain topics and like putting myself out there and and um, that's something I'm scared to do for sure so that actually makes a lot of sense I feel like I'm just figuring this out as I'm talking um, yeah, because I that's not something I do or have done very naturally in the past. I've slowly started to do that this past year, like with having a podcast and with finally starting to teach. Uh, I did some, you know, writing class classes last year that I was teaching and, you know, putting myself out there, putting myself out, establish, establishing myself as a, you know, possible authority in the realm of like creative writing. And that was a lot for me to do, but it really wasn't that bad. Um, but now it's like, oh God, you're, you're going to kind of maybe do this like full time now. Like you actually have to like show up on social media and like find an audience and like talk to people and build a newsletter, like all these things. And, um, again, like I said, part of me really wants that. And then the other part of me is like, uh, terrified, (laughs) terrified of that. So 
that's and but that is the type of fear that I think is good to have. If you are scared of getting what you want, then you definitely are ready. You should definitely do it. So now I'll finally tell you what I actually am going to be doing in 2024. So I'm leaving behind all my VA services. I don't want to work on websites anymore. I don't want to do admin or tech support anymore. I don't want to do social media management anymore. Um, I am glad I did it for as long as I did. I learned a lot of skills. These are all skills I taught myself over the past 10 years since I was like 18. I didn't go to school for any of this. I figured everything out on my own and then figured out how to use that to help other people with their businesses. But now I want to help myself with my own business with those skills. And I just feel I haven't, again, the urgency and the like real commitment to doing that full time has just not been there. But now it will be there in come 2024. Um, So some of the things I will be doing is uh, I will be offering services as a freelance editor like for books, for novels, and that kind of thing. Um, and so I will be getting new clients in that regard, but it will be like project-based stuff, which is like easier because it's more dynamic. It'll be coming and going. I'll have these, hopefully, I'll have these different books that I'm working on and helping people edit. And then I'll be on to the next book and, and whatnot. So that's probably going to be one of my bigger sources of income is as a freelance editor and uh, being a a novelist editor for people, I guess, like doing copy edits and developmental editing with people on their books before publication. So that's one stream of income. Um, then also, also the teaching uh, that I mentioned that I was doing last year, I would like to pick that up again and start offering more online classes, more like online pre-recorded classes that you can just download whenever Uh, live classes, uh, mini courses that take place over the course of like a few days or a few weeks or something. Um, So yeah, lots of creative writing teaching content will be another avenue of income. And then there's also coaching, which I'm like hesitant to get into because at least one-on-one because coaching like writers and people who are trying to finish their books and that kind of thing or coaching people on self-publishing is a I don't know if I I just I don't know that's still an area that I question if I have the right skills for like coaching people one-on-one because I've tried it before in the past and it was really painful for me because <laughs> I didn't know what the hell I was doing and maybe like I, this is something that I might do later in next year in 2024 after I get like a coaching certificate or something like that to make me feel more confident about like the strategy that I employ when I'm coaching someone. Um, So one-to-one coaching could be a thing that I do, but in the meantime, like I might do group coaching because that to me is easier and like you can kind of feed off of the, the energy that everybody else brings and everybody's kind of there together in the same boat and I won't feel so much like the one who has to like drive everything. Like if I lead a group of people through coaching and like getting their books all written together, I feel I could do that way more easily and effectively than working possibly one-to-one with someone when I've, I just feel like that's so much responsibility. Like what if I can't help them? And like, what if, what if I just can't get through to them? Like what if it doesn't work? So there's that weird, like, uh, I don't know, fear in me that I won't be able to help someone when they've like, after they've given me money to do, to do just that. So I have this like fear of not being able to deliver to someone um, w- before before I'm ready to really offer that service. So 
if I do offer any coaching in 2024, at least in early 2024, it's going to probably be more of like a group coaching thing where, um, yeah, I, I run like small critique groups or small coaching groups of like four or five writers. Um, I'm, or I might coach a group of people on self-publishing their book since I am just about to self-publish my first book. That's also why I've been busy and not doing podcast stuff as I've been working on the final drafts and the final proofs for that book um, the past month or so. And I've worked in self-publishing. I have helped other people self-publish their books. I've never done it. I've never done the process up close and personal for my own stuff before. But now that I have, I'm pretty much just about done the process. I see, I can see exactly what goes into it and what it takes. And it's like really natural and easy for me to pick up. I'm very tech savvy. So I definitely feel self-publishing is something I could coach people on. So that's something I might be offering. And a few other things I might be offering are doing things like leading people through a 30-day challenge like kind of what I did back in April where I did that 30-day challenge to like detox from social media and um, uh, like only consume slow products and not consume like fast, quick products like reels and that sort of thing. That was a really transformative month for me. And so I'm thinking of offering that as a, as a challenge in January as like a New Year's resolution thing, like leading a huge group of people um, through 30 days of, of that. So, and like, I have other ideas for other types of challenges I could do as well. So, so like maybe, I guess, I don't know what to call this, like self-help, self-development things. I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I don't know what they're called yet, but leading people through self-development practices, I guess is the best way I can describe it. Um, and I could really only offer that service if it's something I've already done for myself, so that is something that will probably grow over time. But basically, that is it. That, that is the extent for now of what I'm thinking I will be offering in 2024. I have other ideas for things that I'm not going to mention yet because it's kind of too premature. But um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of it revolves around editing and writing. Yeah, that is what I'm going to be doing in 2024. So like I said, uh, it's risky because I'm really betting on myself. It's like, can you really offer these things? Can you really find the audience and the right people who are going to like actually buy these things from you and pay you for this stuff? Um, and like, can you actually make a living off of this if you are putting this out in the world? So it is a bit of a risk. I am definitely a little bit scared to do it, but I am very, very, very excited to be doing it and looking forward to it. But I'm, I'm being scared is exhausting. Being scared to do something is tiring. It's very tiring. And I don't mean in the sense that like, oh, I'm like excited, scared to do something kind of like what I'm feeling now, but like scared to, to do anything, like scared to make changes, scared to live, scared to, to do what you really want. Like, it's so tiring. Like, it's so tiring. Why do it for any a second longer than you have to? You know, you, you do have agency. You have the control to change that in the way you do things and the way you approach life. You have the control to make the change and do the thing. You have the control to not be scared anymore. So I'm just like, I think part of the reason I'm doing all of this and why I wanted to talk about this is because I, it's I'm just tired of letting fear win or letting fear control me so much or dictate what I do or, or don't do because it really is just very exhausting. It's really exhausting to be running all the time from 
nothing from just like your own mind. So um, I'm just going to give in. I'm just going to give in and do the thing I want to do. And it feels right. I feel ready to do it. And I hope that this was inspiring for you to maybe make changes in your life that you've been like thinking about doing for a long time, but have been scared or uncertain or whatever. Um, I, I would love to hear about that. If that is the case, feel free to message me uh, on Instagram or email me. All my information's below. That is all for today. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble about change and changeability. I hope you go off and make some big changes that you feel good about, and I will see you next time.